I call it luck. In my experience, there's no such thing as luck. Cantobite Dispatch. Today I'm Brittany and joining me today, as always, is my friend Emily Lynn. Hi, Emily. Hi, Brittany. Happy 250 episodes. Happy 250 episodes. That's crazy. That's a lot of episodes. I know. Like it it feels longer, but also like 250, that's that's a good number. Like 25 is a good number, I think. This is 10 times better. I know. I wonder what our 25th episode was about. I don't have my phone with me here. Let me see if I could ping it and find it. Oh, it's on my lap. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Off to, off to a bang start for this episode. <laughs> well, funny enough, like ever since Carlos is looking at me like he wants to kill me, ever since I moved to, because I went from like living at my parents' house to like a 650 feet square foot apartment. So I lose my phone way more often than I've ever lost it in my life. Like I ping my phone at least once a day because I'm like, where did I put my phone? And it's funny because like I never dealt with that at my parents, you know, but here like I misplace my phone all the time, but then it ends up like on my lap or something. So yeah, that's not really misplacing it. What is it then? <sighs> Brain problems. <laughs> you know what? Potentially, I I might have those. I I think that if I saw a therapist, I would, I that would be. That that would be certain. Okay, so episode twenty five, we were talking about Mendo's puffy pants, and Mendo's puffy pants. Here, let, let me see. What else? I mean, it's got to be from a from a movie of in which he's wearing puffy pants, but I don't know what that would. Oh, it was a show where you talked about how you went to Steele's live show and you baked cookies. Oh, wow. Oh, man. That was a long time ago. Yeah, we got a solo hypnosis. Um, we got... Um, oh, a cl- oh, Emily was going off about a clone rights rant, which that's crazy because... This, That's really relevant. I know, right? Yeah. Really? Like, holy shit. Out of all the days. I, I, I forgot how mad about that I would get during that show. Yeah. I would get so mad about that. Yes. Um, let's see. The origins of Emily's Mendo thing. A lot of email. Um, That's back when we got emails. That's awesome. 
<laughs> but it's also back when we read email. Oh, so. man. King Tom even sent us a voicemail. Like, wow. That's like when we were big, Emily. Do you remember when we were big? <laughs> remember when, like, we were, like, the number one podcast on, like, Apple and, like, everyone would stop us for autographs. Do you remember that? Yeah, all the time. All God, the time. what happened? We probably got canceled or something, but I forgot what happened. <laughs> it must have been something pretty bad. Yeah, I must have said something about Mendo or something. I must have said like that he was like overrated or something, even though I don't think that. But mm-hmm. I must have said something for shock value because that seems like something I would do. I don't know. Well, I'm glad that we've made it. Um, I was really close to not making it today. I had a fucking hell day, but. I don't know. <sighs> just bad like just work or what? Yeah, it was just one of those days where, like, you know, I was in meetings all day, then other things kept popping up, and then other things kept popping up, and then I look at my my watch, and it's 5 o'clock, and I'm like, I'm still at work. What am I doing here? But, eh, it's fine. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to be here with you. I was happy to be able to cook dinner and, well, not cook dinner, Carlos cooked dinner, and we were watching Bad Batch, so I was able to have my tilapia fish tacos and watch bad batch oh yum so i was really happy that about good. that i know it was one of those things i was calling carlos on my way home and i'm like i need tacos tonight and he's like oh no we can do it you know thursday night or friday night i'm like i need them tonight and and he made it possible good job carlos i know and they were pretty fucking good too i had like a nice like taco layout i had like you know beans in the bottom and then i had like the tilapia and i put some avocado on it and some salsa it was amazing so thrilled i fucking love my tilapia but how are you emily how have things been going this past week uh last week was bad um unfollowed some people on instagram saw some shit didn't want to see so that was no good but then this week was better um so one good thing happened last week you know i'm just on twitter there's this author I follow there, Matt Wallace. I've recommended stuff on the book before, his like his books before. Um, go read them. They're very good, especially the Savage Legion trilogy, which is wrapping up this summer. I got an advanced copy of book three. Very, very good. But anyway, he started following me back when Steve and I were doing our um, our fundraiser where we were going to watch Cats for 24 hours. And then we couldn't because the pandemic happened. But anyway, he started following me during that. And we've been talking you know, for a couple of years now. He knows I'm obsessed with Peter Cushing. So last week I get a picture from him. He's in an antique store and he sends me a picture of this doll. And it just says, hey, is this your boy? Because it is a, it is a picture of a doll in a Sherlock Holmes outfit. And it is very obviously based on the likeness of Peter Cushing playing Sherlock Holmes. And I'm like, oh my God, that's awesome. Yeah, that's that's him. And I was just excited. It was just nice. You know, he saw mm-hmm. he saw this and was like, oh, I should send a picture of this to Emily. I'm like, okay, that makes my day. Then he matches me and he's like, hey, do you want this? And I'm like, fuck yeah, just let me, just give me, you know, let me, like, give me your Venmo or whatever. He's like, no, 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 my treat. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yeah. So, uh, like, I think, like, yesterday, I get it in the mail. Like, I get offered to be like, are you sure I can't, like, pay you for this? <laughs> person who i know on twitter and never met in real life who's do like sending me this super cool thing that i love it's like no 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 you were just like he's just like i know how much you love him and it's just super cool that i happened to see a peter cushing doll 
wow, I know like the biggest Peter Cushing fan in the world. I'm like, okay, that's very, very nice. It really made my day. I mean, first of all, it's a cool doll. But also just the thought behind it is really touching. And it's very nice that somebody would see that and go to that trouble. It's funny because I, when I first saw a picture of it, I, I tried Googling it and I thought maybe it was a custom because when I searched Peter Cushing Sherlock Holmes doll, I wasn't getting anything coming up. But that is because it is not actually a licensed image of Peter Cushing. So it is just billed as a Sherlock Holmes doll, even though it is very, very obviously based on the likeness of Peter Cushing. Because none of the other guys who played Sherlock look like that. And it looks a hell of a lot like Peter Cushing. Even the coat. Like, that's his coat. Yeah, it's... It, yeah, yeah, it very much is based on that. God, he's so... Even the, the cheekbones and the eyes, uh-huh. like, that's incredible. It's really good. It is It is missing the hat, but that is fine. Uh, I'm going to see if I can find one. You know, I'll keep an eye on one on eBay or whatever. I don't, I don't fancy I'll ever find one because it was, you know, I mean, it's not a particularly, uh, you know, it's, it wasn't, there was a huge run of these dolls or anything. Uh, another thing cool, it is from 1983, which is the year I was born. So I feel even more that it is especially made for me. Wow. It has a little, it has a little pipe with it that even has a little like smoke coming out of it. It's fucking awesome. I love it so much. It's just so funny and weird. And not something I ever knew existed because, again, it, because it is not a licensed figure, it's not something I ever saw when I was looking up Peter Cushing, Cushing merchandise. That's just crazy. I know I'm looking at pictures of it right now. Well, I would hold off on getting a hat because you never know if I get you something on Etsy and they accidentally send me like little puppet hats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Man, what a treat that would be. <laughs> but yeah, so that that made that made my day getting that. Um, sometimes it's just nice to be reminded that not everybody is a piece of shit. And sometimes people do nice things just because they're nice people. I think it all correlates with like, if you write books, you're a good person. I mean, good books. There, there's probably a lot of examples where that is not true. But <laughs> if you write books and you follow me on Twitter, you're probably a good person. Okay. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's better. There, there, There's two of them. Yeah, that's true. I know, just like thinking about all the terrible people that well, could have written books. But I mean, I think those terrible people like probably had ghostwriters. You know, like I feel like ghostwriters are something that like a lot of people like deny or like you see like a reality well, star just, write a book. I yeah, well yeah, but that's different than like somebody t- who gets famous for publishing novels. That's true. Well, Kylie Jenner did have a nonfiction novel. Yeah, yeah. Her and Kendall like uh, how was that? Co-wrote a book about here let me let me look this up because like i remember this kylie jenner book okay it was called the rebels a city of Enidra, and it was about like two girls 
I don't know, but she co-wrote it with her sister. There was definitely a there was definitely a ghostwriter. Okay, let me see like a background. So they're twin daughters. Um there's not really much about the book. I mean, it got like a 59% approval rating. I don't know what that means. Um, um, customer reviews on Amazon gave the rating average 1.7 out of 5 stars. I That's think that means great. something. <laughs> um, details about two worlds the girls inhabit are creative, though the plot emerges after they meet is rather predictable. Even so, abundant action including a hair-pulling fight, a high-speed chase of flying machines, and an attack by hideous beings known as mutations provides momentum. Unresolved conflict sets the scene for the next installment. I don't think that that next installment happened. Uh, that's just oh, me guessing. That's a shame. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe somewhere out there read it. I'm curious to know. If anyone, if anyone listening has read Kylie Jenner's nonfiction book, please let me know. So I, I don't, don't think, have to read I don't, it. I does not. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say it is not nonfiction. Oh, sorry. If it fiction. is about fiction and flying machines. Sorry, I'm a fucking idiot, and I confuse <laughs> fiction and nonfiction. Because <laughs> obviously, I'm not a book reader. <sighs> but I don't know. You're, you're. Your writer friends are awesome. You have like your celebrity, like awesome friend Chuck Windig, like close friend, close personal friend, yeah, close personal friend. I mean, you have Pablo Hidalgo, which he's you know Star Wars knowledge man. So you're just friends with a lot of cool people, and that's mm -hmm. really awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sorry you had a shit week. Yeah, you know, it just was something I wasn't. Uh... Like, sometimes you're, like, prepared, and then sometimes you're just scrolling through Instagram and see shit that uh, you shouldn't have seen, and it fucks you in the head. But that's okay. Um, You know, that's life. Other than that, let's see, I've been watching episodes of Columbo, because I have been loving Poker Face so much that it's made me go, oh, yeah, Columbo is awesome. I should go watch some Columbo. I haven't watched Poker Face yet. I assume it's like really good. Good. It's great. She is awesome. Love her. Like both as like the character and the actress. Like she's so much fun. The plots are really good. There's some great celebrity appearances. Uh Adrian Brody's in the first episode. That's really funny. I love him. I don't agree with like some personal things that he's like done. But, like, as an actor, I really like Adrian Brody. He's very good, and he's really funny in this. Um, but, yeah, episode episode five was my favorite, and that's set at this, like, retirement home. And it made me laugh a lot. But it's fun because it's episode of the week mysteries that get resolved, but there's also a, a through-line plot where she's kind of on the run. Oh. That's good. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm having I'm having a good time with it. I like it quite a bit. I'm interested to see where else they go with it. And I love Natasha uh, Lyon too. Leon Lyon, Leon, I think. The first thing I ever watched her in was that campy, but I'm a cheerleader movie. Where, oh yeah, she's great in that. Yeah, she's fantastic. I I really enjoy. Like I watched that movie in high school, and 
I was like, what the fuck is this? This is so fun and interesting. Like, I really loved her in it, and I thought it was an interesting movie. But, and then she was in Orange is the New Black, and she was fantastic in that, too. Even though that show, like, just had a really sad demise. She just seems like she'd be really cool to hang out with. Oh, my God, I know. I really enjoy her whole vibe. Mm -hmm. And she kind of has that vibe in everything she's in. But because I like the vibe, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I know. I enjoy her characters and, and all of her, all the things I've seen her in. So I know I need to, I need to watch Poker Face. We don't have Peacock, so maybe that's going to be something that we decide to invest in. It's pretty cheap. I know. We have so many streaming services now. I mean, we have Peacock. We have Hulu, we have Disney, we have whatever HBO is turning into. I saw another article today that maybe that's not happening after all. It's very confusing. I don't think they have any idea what they're doing over there. The whole HBO Discovery thing does not does not seem to be going well. Yeah. I know I I have I have a cousin that lives in Sacramento and she's a little older. Um she has like an older TV. She doesn't like change, so she wants to keep the TV. But the only thing is that the TV doesn't allow like a, like for you to plug in a Roku. And she wants to watch Hulu because she wants to watch the Kardashians. Because she love love loves the Kardashians, like old fashioned, like loves like glam Hollywood, and loves the Kardashians. So I'm going up there in March. Um before celebration and before taylor swift i'm gonna be fucking busy in march let me fucking tell you emily i'm going on like three different trips it's gonna be interesting i don't know how i'm gonna make it but my goal is to make it so that she can watch the kardashians i think what she might be able to do is because she has an ipad like be able to like stream it on the tv and just like download like the hulu app or something because it makes me sad that like all this woman wants to do is watch the fucking kardashians it should be easy for her to watch the kardashians but TVs are rough. Like, technology is hard, Emily. And there's so many streaming <laughs> services and only so many work, like, on older TVs. So my goal of the month of March is to get that woman to fucking watch the Kardashians. Lofty goals. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to feel pretty fulfilled when I'm able to accomplish that because my parents tried going. They weren't able to do it. And then... My mom was like, hey, let's go visit Arlene. And I'm like, okay. And then I'm like, oh, perfect. We can do it on Oscar weekend. She fucking loves the Oscars. We can have Chinese food and watch the red carpet, do all the fun things we like to do, and be able to get her TV to have Hulu on it. I don't know. We'll, we'll yeah, see. I mean, I mean, she might just need to buy a new TV. I know. That's what I said, too. My mom's like, no, she she doesn't want to buy a new TV. She doesn't like change. Like, I, I understand that. I understand and respect that. You know, someone that's had something for so long and, you yeah, know. But it's a TV, not like a dog. I know. I know. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard. But we'll see. We'll see. But I will update all of our listeners that are dying um, to know. Yeah, people are going to be riveted. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll update. You know, it's going to be like um, – What's that John Cusack movie where um, you hear, like, don't you forget about me? Then you have, like, the stereo. And then, like, you see him in the background and he has his hands up. Like, mm -hmm. success, that's going to be me after I get that TV to put Hulu on it. So that's how everyone will know is just, like, seeing me, like, with my my fist up, you know? Okay. That sounds, that sounds good. That's great for podcasting. Yeah. 
Yeah, because at that point, we're going to go to video podcasting because that's what everyone's doing now. We're putting the podcast on the internet so that everyone can see our face. No, we're never going to do that, guys. Guys, we're never going to do that. And if we do end up doing it, tell us to stop. No, I'm kidding. Um, So what else have you watched this week, Emily? You watched Columbo. I watched Columbo. um, I watched The Bad Batch. Bad Batch. I decided I'm not going back to The Last of Us. That's totally okay. You know, I just, I don't like post-apocalyptic stuff. Like, even beyond, like, zombies. Any post-apocalyptic people are just horrible to each other, and that's, like, the show. I'm just like, you know what? No. I don't need a show where the protagonists are, like, torturing and killing and shooting people. Like, you know, people who are begging for their lives. That doesn't sound fun to me. It's interesting, because, like, playing it in video games, I feel like you're just more like, okay, like, this person's dead but like when you when you put them on this movie screen and then like you know they say like oh you know my mom or help me like uh, you feel more you're just like oh god like this is horrible like yeah it's just not pleasant terrible like the whole oh human beings are the real monsters and even our heroes are bad people i'm like yeah i know i get it I i don't need to see it for an hour every week yeah, it's like we can only see Deadpool like so many times. Like, I get it. He's the anti hero. Everyone's anti hero. But it's like, now. that's like fun at least. Like, the last of us is not fun. Yeah, there's no, it's me. Hi, I'm the problem. It's me. It's, I'm, I'm the problem. That's it. Uh, yeah, so I'm just, I'm, I decided I don't need to watch that again. Episode three is really good, but beyond that, nah. Um, I don't think I've watched anything else. Uh, you comes back tomorrow for season four. Very excited about that. Oh, I've man. That show. Is this France season? Is Joe in yes. France? Yes. Yeah, baby. Let's go. It's interesting, like, where this show is now because she's still writing books, but the show and the books are so different now that anytime I'm, like, going to watch it, I have to stop and remember, okay, uh, which, which is which here? Like, because there's some major plot differences after, like, season two where I just can't quite, like, I have to sit back and remind myself, no, this is where the book goes and this is where the show goes because they are so utterly different. And that's going to be especially the case this season, like, even more so. That's crazy. Does he not end up in France in the book? No, 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 and it's not, I mean, I can't even explain the, like, there's so many differences to get to that point. Because this stuff just plays out wildly differently. That's crazy. Hmm. Well, I guess that's good for France. That I look, I, that show is garbage, and I love it because it knows it's garbage and it plays into it, and it's just like prime time soap opera. And he is a highly enjoyable actor, which I didn't wouldn't have thought from gossip girl but i just i don't know there's something about him when he's playing like a little creep i I think it's he's good at playing a little creep but in gossip girl you're supposed to like him and in this he he is you know acknowledged as a huge fucking psychopath a lonely boy can only do so much i know it feels like a fever dream when i watch all those episodes of gossip girl But the more I think about Gossip Girl, the more I just, I loved Rufus. 
I, I loved Rufus. And then after watching Band of Brothers, I'm like, how as an actor do you go from Band of Brothers to Gossip Girl? Like, it is insane to me. job. It's insane to me. Just like the difference of like scenes that you're doing in Band of Brothers and then, you know, mocking Serena's mom, like just like, oh, Serena, like, ah, just it's insane. Like, just I love it. I love acting. It's so fun. And man, I love I love it. Have you been watching anything? No. I've been watching just like The Last of Us. Um, I watched basketball last night because um, LeBron James made his like 38,888th basket. So that apparently was like a a big moment in basketball. <laughs> So I watched it because I don't watch basketball, but I like things that are important in society. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it was funny because, like, they're in the middle of the game, and then he, he like, shoots the hoop, and then, like, everyone, like, just bombards the, um, the court and just start celebrating and I'm thinking oh my god like we're still in a game like I understand like it's like this big moment but we're in the middle of a game and then like they bring like Kareem at down because like Kareem Abdul-Jamar is like he had the record before so it's funny because as I'm talking about this it kind of sounds like I'm talking about like a tv show but like this is like real life but, like, I don't really understand basketball at all. So, and Carlos is sitting here <laughs> watching me talk about this. And <laughs> did I get everything right? Okay. He said I got everything right. So, I I can understand clearly basketball things. I mean, you understand, like, scoring points, right? And, like, yeah, like that how... you want to, you that he has scored more points than other people and that's good yeah i mean that's pretty impressive i mean he did it like i i think like 130 or something games like before kareem did in his previous record so hey that's pretty cool i mean good good for him you know lebron james like good job buddy <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast um but other than that, I haven't really been watching anything. I'm still debating if I want to go see Ant-Man, because I don't really care about Ant-Man. No, why would you care about Ant-Man? Thank you. I know, I was talking to my boss about it, and he's like, you're always getting theater tickets, you know, the day of. You know, are you going to do it this time? And I'm like, I don't think I want to pay for that. Like, I don't want to pay $14 and see a movie that I don't really want to see when I can see it on, like, that next Tuesday. At a time, I want to go see it at like a cheaper, way cheaper price. So yeah. I just might do that. Sorry, one second. I gotta get the cat out of my room. There's a cat in your room. Emily's hiding cats from me. We don't. Friends don't hide cats. Insanity. Can't wait to talk to Emily about this cat situation. 
taken her a long time to corral this cat. It's like uh, those sheep dogs. That <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? <sighs> tough crowd here. Tough crowd here. I'm keeping this all on the podcast, by the way. I think this is good content. I don't know. I mean, I don't really know what good content is. I mean, I don't even know who listens to this anymore. I don't know. But thanks for sticking around. Emily's still corralling the cat. Again, it's like those sheep dogs. You know, the sheep, they're all somewhere. And then the, the cattle dogs have to come in and be like, hey, sheep, go this way. Emily is doing that with the cat right now because it's taking her more than a minute. Okay, wait, she's back. Sorry. My so, is not from back from work yet, so the cat really wanted some food. But the cat was in your room? He comes down sometimes. Oh, it's very nice. Does he cuddle with you? No, I don't want him down here. It's not nice. Oh, the cat's not nice? No, the cat is nice. I don't want a cat in my room. I don't like cats. Oh, that's right. Okay, yeah, because I, I was saying some things, you know, while you're away about, you know, there's a cat situation, and I wasn't aware of the cat situation, but now I understand why I wasn't aware of the cat situation, because, like, you don't want to be in the cat situation. No, like, the it's fine if the cat is upstairs, because I don't generally take care of the cat, but my roommate is still at work, and the cat is hungry, so I had to go feed the cat. Oh, yeah. I know we're having issues with my family cat where like he's getting fed too much like rotisserie chicken or something. Well, not too much rotisserie chicken. Just like when someone opens the bag of rotisserie chicken, he goes a little nutty. So like someone gives him like a little piece of rotisserie chicken. And now like he's refusing to eat his wet food because he wants rotisserie chicken instead. That's not good. Yeah, he's just a spoiled brat. But I love him, you know. But I love him. It's fine. I mean, it's not fine. I mean, he should eat his fucking food. But I know some cats are really picky. Like you can have dry food for cats and then like wet food. And then like sometimes like you have to put it like an automatic feeder on because your cat goes too ham when you get food. I don't know. Animals and people are different. <laughs> Wise words. Yeah. Animals and people are different. Animals and people are different. I think that should be the yeah. episode title. I think getting, that is getting getting real deep on episode two fifty. <sighs> I need to go. We need to get on to the next topic before. Okay, I... we watched we watched the Bad Batch. Yes, we watched the Bad Batch. It was pretty fucking good. Did you like it? Yeah. Oh, so uh, we haven't talked about last week's. Last week's was with uh, Ganji, the ch- um, Wookie from the Clone Wars. He's back. They saved him. It was nice. I like the scenes where Omega is nice to people who are sad. I know that sweet, poor scene when, you know, he's sitting in the back of the gunship and she comes up to him and tries to feed him and he's afraid of the clones and the clones have to kind of explain like, man, we're different. It's okay. But like, we understand like why you're scared. Like, I love that so much because I feel like in like different shows, like they want to acknowledge like why the character is afraid. Like I love how straightforward they are with with him. Like, hey, yeah, yeah, we, we understand. That a bunch of us like killed all your people, and that's bad. Yeah, I loved all the Kashyyyk scenes. I loved um, Omega's like kind of like close bond with Gunji. I loved them touching the tree. I love that shit. Like, give me more shit with Gunji and Omega. 
Yeah, that was I. Uh, yeah, I like Omega making friends. It is consistently a charming part of the show. But then this week's two episodes were fucking awesome. I really enjoyed these two. I was surprised that the Bad Batch, like, got to the level that it did this episode. I mean, I know that the episode with Crosshair was, like, really different, really interesting. I mean, we're going into, like, clone issues. You know, clone, you know, what should we do? What are we doing? Is it right? To literal clone rights. Them talking about creating a pension system for clones. Holy shit, this is my fucking episode. Like, (laughs) clones fucking deserve a pension. Why the fuck are they not getting a pension? Like, why are they treated as just military objects when they are people? Like, that is mind-boggling to me that before this episode, like, none of these clones were thinking of retirement. Like, it just, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. And then, like, it got me thinking about Jedi retirement. Do Jedi retire or do they just die? I mean, we don't, we don't really, I don't know. Maybe they talk about that in the High Republic era. I'm not sure. I think maybe a lot of them just, like, go off, you know, to caves somewhere and shit. But I, I like this. I like all this, this kind of bureaucracy stuff of sort of how they go from the clone army to the uh, enlisted army, uh, conscripted army. But, okay, I got to talk about this because it was really, really glaring. And that is, what the fuck is going on with Bail Organa's voice in these two episodes? Because he, look, I know, I know that, um, I know our buddy Jimmy Smith didn't voice him in the Clone Wars. But I didn't remember him sounding this terrible in the Clone Wars to the point where I actually like looked at the credits to make sure it was the same actor from the Clone Wars. And it is. But suddenly he's got this really heavy, uh, vaguely racist accent that Bail Organa and Jimmy Smiths do not have. He, it, I thought I was going crazy. I even asked in, in the Blue Harvest Discord, I'm like, is I the only one who was thinking about this? And like four other people were like, no, it was terrible. What, what the hell is happening? That's hilarious. I know. I didn't really notice like too much of a difference. I think I was just excited to see Bail because like I fucking love Jimmy. Like after like Kenobi, like I think some of my favorite parts about Kenobi were seeing fucking Jimmy Smiths again. Yeah, love Jimmy Smith, but as soon as he, and it was, I was super excited to see Bill Organa, but then he started to talk, and I thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> hmm. I mean, st- it- I, I don't understand what happened. Did he forget what the character sounds like? It had been a couple years since he played Bail Organa. Like, I was thinking the last time was probably like 2019, 2018. So, like, but, three, yeah, but, four years. Uh, I'm sure Phil Lamar has has Disney Plus. He can bring a couple episodes up and go, oh, yeah, that's what he sounds like. You would think that he would think to do that, but I feel like someone's like, hey, you want a job? Like, I'm not, you know, maybe he didn't go back and he's like, hey, a job's a job, you know? Like, I don't know, but, but maybe uh, next uh, time. Do your job. This is your job is to make the character sound like the characters used to sound like. It's so strange. Yeah, that is weird. And I'll have to go back and listen to the episode or go watch the episode because I think because I was just happy to see I was happy to see Bill Argana. I was happy to have my tilapia tacos like I was living. So I didn't notice his voice that much, but I can go back and see. It's, it's I can't believe you didn't notice it. It's wild. It was all I could focus on whenever he was talking. I'm like, what is this accent? And the accent's going all over the place. 
Sound I like was fucking Speedy Gonzalez. I'm like, what the fuck? I kept focusing on the droid too because he had an R2 unit that wasn't R2. It was like RP75 or I don't fucking know. But it looked like R2. And I was like, I wonder why it's not R2. Because, I mean, a, a nice R2 appearance. Like, that's always nice to see R2-D2. Like, what up, buddy? It's nice to see you. So, maybe Bale just has, like, a plethora of droids. Uh, I like the the sender lady who's trying to get the clone retirement plan going. That was cool. Um, the assassin one who kills himself was interesting i wonder where they're going with that that whole he you know saying that he was a true believer or whatever the hell um fascinated with it whatever that means uh it was really really satisfying to see rampart go down even though obviously like he's getting fucked over by the emperor and then the emperor gets what he wants it was still really fun to see that guy get screwed over I don't know though. I feel like we're gonna see Rampart again. Like I feel like the Empire like is gonna like just this. They're just facing this. Like they're being like, "How dare you?" And it's just gonna be like a oh, slap on the wrist, and he's d- gonna be back. I don't think the Empire. I don't think they care. Like they got a billion guys like that. What do they need him for? I guess that's true. But that made me sad too. That you know they're trying to prove that Camino was destroyed by the clones and you know by you know the order by the clones and then you have palpatine come out and he's like yeah they're right so that means that we should get rid of the clones so not only are the clones not getting a retirement pension but they're they're fucking done like they they're done they're fired like there's no no pension no pension they're getting no lifetime benefit no surviving spouses like Fucking nothing. Emily, let that me, makes me so mad. Let me, let me leave you in on a secret about that Palpatine guy. Turns out, not very nice. He's a fucking asshole, Emily. Like, it made me so sad for the clones that they don't have a pension. Um, I just That's just so sad. Like, what are they going to do now? Like, all these clones all over the universe now don't have a fucking job. They don't have a retirement pension. They they don't even know what fucking money is, Emily. Like, they don't know how to budget. Isn't that just the saddest fucking thing that you've ever heard? Like, fuck the, fuck the Empire. I mean, like, I fuck the Empire before, like, all this shit. But honestly, like, this makes me so mad. Yeah, I mean, if you're mad about that, guess what? Most workers in America don't have. I know. Like, it's... No, like, I know that. I mean, like, this is is just a bit. But honestly, like, that's just... It's so shitty. It's so shitty seeing that. And then, like, just what I know regarding, you know, all of this. Like, it just... It's so frustrating. Like, I see it at work, and then I come home, I watch Clone Wars, and I... I fucking see it in TV. Like it's it's my life now. I I yeah, clone rights are important. People's rights are important. Like it just it's so angering that this is shit that people deal with. This is shit that happens in the empire. It's shit that happens in real life. It's frustrating, which is why fuck Dave Filoni for creating a goddamn good episode. Honestly, I really I really enjoyed it and I I I, I like how how bleak it is in parts that you know they they 
they were in a situation there that they there's no win for them like if they don't find the stuff and bring this guy down he's going to you know do what he wants to do and the clones are going to get fucked over and we're going to get the stormtrooper army and then so they do get the stuff to bring him down and it turns out it doesn't matter because palpatine is smart and what i also what i really liked is it's one of the first times we actually see palpatine being smart and doing something really crafty even though we're told all the time that he's super crafty and smart and a good planner but now we really see it whereas it, i mean he would have been happy either way like he doesn't care if rampart stays in power or not as long as he gets the results and so i i liked i liked that ending i did wonder at first like like how are we how are we resolving this because we know that you know the 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 clones aren't going to get great retirement benefits. So something has to happen. That's going to be pretty depressing. And it was pretty depressing, but it was well done. And then Omega has got to say goodbye to one of our brothers. That was a shock to me. I really didn't think that. um... Echo. Echo. Thank you. I was like, which one? Which one is it? Yeah, I didn't think that Echo was going to go with Rex. But, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. But it does make me sad that the boys are splitting up. Yeah, it made me sad, too. Um, the score was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, I got a little bit I got a little bit teary-eyed at the end there when she's saying goodbye to him. And she just, like, when she at first does not understand what everybody else is saying. She's so um, fucking cute in her little oh poncho. Oh, God. I love her. Just seeing her in the Senate building. I was scared when she saw Rampart because I'm thinking, does Rampart like know who she is? I do like the fact, I thought, it, I don't know why, it just made me laugh that, I don't know, dude, maybe question who this random kid is that's just walking around <laughs> the Senate. like. That just shows how much of an asshole he is. Yeah, like, he does not exactly. give a shit. And he also is like, and he also be like, and this is who? Not even necessarily in a suspicious way, because it's a little kid. But you would at least like say hi. Is like, is this your goddaughter? Who is this? Also, I really hope now that Rampart is gone, just give me Tarkin back. Bring in a new bad guy. This bad guy's smart. Well, that's the problem, though, is that like you can't defeat Tarkin. Yeah, I know. So just bring him back. You know who you could possibly defeat? Mendo. Who? But he doesn't. I mean, quite definitively, he does not. I mean, like he has some like personal fails. Well, he gets blown up by the Death Star. I think that's a pretty That's a big, personal fail. That's a pretty uh, final loss. Yeah, but I mean, he can fuck up in the middle of that. I mean, it's Mendo. We need to see but, Mendo. I mean, we have to see Mendo. And or season two, baby. Teased. And or season two. Maybe his hair will grow back. For sure, it's back right now. That was quite a while ago. You never know. Like some people, like it takes a long time for their hair to grow back. No, he has hair, but his hair has grown back. He has hair. And it, okay, I, I you see Ben Mendelsohn. Oh, why did? Ben Mendelsohn, twenty twenty three. 
God, what's fucking creepy is I got a um, WhatsApp message and it said from you. And I'm like, Joe? <laughs> Joe? I do not know you. So, okay. So I looked up Ben Mendelsohn 2023 and all I see is a picture of him on set. Oh no, someone's selling his black jacket. Um, Secret Invasion 2023 Ben Mendelsohn black jacket. Inspired by Ben Mendelsohn. Okay, so it's not the actual jacket. It's just like a jacket kind of like a jacket he wears and okay i can't i keep forgetting secret invasion is happening i think it's gonna be dog shit uh i hope it's not because i i really like ben mendelson i love him acting in tv shows and it's gonna be so cool to see samuel jackson too yeah i just i i don't i don't i don't think it's gonna be good does ben mendelson still have twitter Yeah, he does. He posted pictures of the sun the other day. That's very nice. Oh, and Daisy Ridley liked them too. That's so nice. All these Star Wars people, you know, coming together. You, me, Daisy Ridley to love. All on the same level. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but I was surprised how good these episodes of the bad batch were i mean like they were pretty important episodes about you know clone rights and everything and like the birth of the stormtroopers which um it makes me think about like what if the empire like never got rid of its clones like never got rid of the clone army like continued everything on camino like i wonder how how that would have been like during a new hope like i wonder how if like if they were going to be better stormtroopers if by, you know, getting rid of the clone troopers made them better or worse. I don't know. I just think about, like, what the Empire, like, could have been if they kept on the clones. Mm, who knows? But no, I and I also think, like, it does a good job kind of propelling what's going to happen with the Bad Batch next. Because obviously uh, things are getting worse. And, you know, Echo's the only one who, st- who stays behind. But we're, I think we're going to see a lot more of them helping out other clones going forward. Yeah. I know the Bad Batch does a lot of good. And, you know, just seeing that they were, you know, they were able to help Rex and they wanted to help Rex because they could have easily said, fuck no, we're not going to Coruscant, good night. But they did because it's like, you know, they're helping a brother out. Um, it was a lot of fun seeing Rex again. It was funny because I was watching it with Carlos and the whole time he was betting, he's like, the guy's going to get rescued by Rex. Rex is going to be in this episode. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Like, there's already, like, 85,000 clones in this episode. I don't think they're going to add 85,001. And they did. Yeah, I thought I thought it was actually, I thought it was going to be Cody. Yeah, me too. I wonder what happened to Cody. I hope he's okay. Is he safe? Is he all right? I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm sure we'll hear from him again this season. But, no, nice work to see Rex. Yeah. He's a good boy. He's a good clone. It's it's funny, like, D. Bradley Baker voices, like, 5,000 clones. And it just it's funny, like, how he's able to put, like, the clone's personality, like, in each, like, voice he has. Like, that's pretty impressive as a voice actor to be able to maintain, like, so many characters and so many characters who are clones. Like, I think it's bitching. 
Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah. Hmm. Anything else tonight? No, I I think that's it. We don't have any more Star Wars news. Um. Oh, did we talk about Visions? Oh no, yeah, they announced um the studios they're doing the season two of Visions that comes out on May fourth. Uh, the one I'm there's only really one that I recognize, and that's Ardman because they do the uh, Walls and Gromit and Sean the Sheep and all those. I'm excited for that. We'll love to get like a cool little claymation Star Wars wacky fun thing. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. Yeah, like I thought Visions was pretty hit or miss, but that's fine. Like I don't need, I, I'm not invested in it, so it's okay if I don't like it. But you know, like a little ten minute things, I'm happy to to watch just about anything. Yeah, Visions were fun. I've been meaning to go back and rewatch those episodes, but maybe I'll do it sometime. Yeah, and I know a lot of people who really love that, so I'm glad that they're they keep doing it, and it's cool to see who else they do stuff with. I know, I know they had a panel at Celebration, but I wasn't able to go. Oh yeah, I maybe maybe they'll have one this year too. Maybe there'll be a season three. Yeah, that'd be really cool. I know they keep releasing like. All the people that are coming to Star Wars Celebration, like, I guess we're celebrating 40 years of Return of the Jedi. So, like, Mon Mothma is going to be there, Biv Fortuna, a bunch of different Return of the Jedi actors. So, that's fun. Yeah, there's nobody who I'm, you know, really hanging to see or anything, but hopefully we get a cool Return of the Jedi panel. Yeah, that'd be fun. It'd be fun to see, like, some actors there you know that were in the movie um anthony daniels will talk about anthony daniels thing um maybe billy d will be there i don't know harrison definitely won't be there but he'll be there in spirit i fucking love that man oh i i that's one thing i was watching i started uh shrinking the apple one with him and jason siegel how is it I mean, I'm halfway through the first episode, so I don't know yet. But Harrison Ford is funny in it. Oh, I love him. You know, it's just him being Harrison Ford, so that's not bad. He's my he's my favorite person. I know he reminds me so much of my dad for some reason. <laughs> does it, does your dad smoke a whole lot of pot? Huh. He probably has. I mean, I've asked before, but he's never told me. I don't think he ever will until we're sharing a blunt. But who knows? yeah no oh uh, yeah i'm I, I don't know i'm not sold on it yet but i'm halfway through the first episode so it's hard to be sold on anything from that yeah hey but i am happy to report that no one added my dad on facebook oh that's good yeah yeah except i was over at the house on um sunday and he comes up to me with an ipad he's like hey is this your friend emily <laughs> And I was like, yeah, it is. And he's like, okay. <laughs> I hope he wasn't too weirded out by that. No, he wasn't. I would have known because he would have asked, why is your friend Emily? But, I mean, he's he's talked to, he he's talked about you a lot before. I mean, he knows who you are. He hasn't yeah. met you yet, but. 
Yeah. I know. I would have. I would have been very sad if he, because I just think that he wasn't on Facebook for a couple of days. That's why <laughs> he didn't add you. I don't think it was anything personal. It's okay. I, I, it's. I don't ever post on Facebook anyway. So I know. I just have it for like talking to different people or like memes that Rusty sends me because like Rusty's too cool for Instagram. Even though he sends me reels from Facebook that are from Instagram. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Really efficient. I know. I know. But I think that's it for Star Wars and just news in general before we go off into a million separate tangents. And I say we, but I mean I. So Yeah, it's late. I'm tired. Yeah, I feel you. I'm fucking tired too. Wait, really? Really? Okay. I think well, like happy two fifty. Um, happy to celebrate with best. you and our listeners. Um, I can't believe we've made it to this many episodes. I'm happy, but I Emily, think I just lost Brittany, where can you find so you in the great. podcast and social media? Well, I lost you for a minute there, but I just heard oh, you wow. do the thing. So I am on Twitter and Instagram at EFLind. And the show is at Cantobite Pod. You can email us, CantobitePod at gmail.com. How about you, Brittany? Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as CantoBrit. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Happy 250. On to another 250. Another 250. And another 250. And then we'll become Force Ghosts. Talk to you all later. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Yo, 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 and away we go. It's time to serenade my girl Lindo. Sorry, the ladies where I had to say no, but if I'm cheating on Serena, it's on Canto. No shame in the game. Make even Rogue One seem tame. But I blame it on Brit with a ginger main main. Yeah, that's fire. Love on the rocks, leaves the love on my socks. Lindo fanfic leaves y'all shocked, especially when y'all truly whips out his cock. Canto bite. Episode 100 Hey yo, I'm back, no fulcrum this time I'm on a flight to the bay and I'm writing some rhymes My top three running through my head, you know So I had to come correct when they hit the hundo My girls E&B deserve congratulations Our adulation for the weekly creation My last celebration was all about them But this time I gotta drop lines for our friends This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up, bitches all my Canto bitches Start off with my Aussies Catherine's a sweet one Brought cash into lunch With Canto bitch number one Josh made it a team And had bourbon and cornflakes The kind of ice cream That made him show me his old face Got to meet Turbo And throw back some brew Fish tacos and San Fran You know we approve Rebecca from Perth I haven't met you yet Last shout to Fruity Dude I didn't forget This is for the bitches Strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches All the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches Only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches all my canto bitches Rabia and Adele often email the show I cut a track on them trolls with Johnny Grasso Jesse McGee busted a rap for me Met her and horse be it scum and villainy King Tom Death Watch The most regal of fathers Got to behold the luscious locks of Strata Shouted Rusty last time so I shouted Raj too You know the list ain't complete without lesson boo 
This is for the bitches, strictly for the bitches Give it up for the bitches, all the Canto bitches This one's for my bitches, only for the bitches Throw your hands up bitches, all my Canto bitches Now if I didn't say your name, don't feel no shame You love the fun, the games, and refresher bangs Hang on every word of Lindo's fanfic Where she describes every vein in Mendo's dick Spread the word, maybe buy a t-shirt I don't know, maybe ask the girls if Yaddle squirts Take your CBD, send in your top threes And you'll always be a bitch like me Get him, Eric.